video games were made to be played. Don't play yours? We know some people who will. We are Get Well Gamers, a charity who take your unwanted video games and consoles to give to children's hospitals and wards across the UK. Donating is super easy. Just head over to our website, getwellgamers.org.uk, to fill out our online donation form. You've played the hero, now be the hero. Welcome to the Pure Dead Gaming Podcast, your Scottish weekly dose of all things gaming. I'm Jess, and this week I have with me Pure Dead Craig. Hello. Hola. And Andy. Hello. Hola. I can speak Spanish too. <laughs> Today we are diving deep into some gaming news, discussing the latest happenings in the gaming industry, and of course, sharing our thoughts on the games that have been keeping us glued to our screens. But before we get into that, quick catch up on how we're all doing. Great. I've got my voice back. Just about. And you're nothing without it. I'm no. Can't sing. I've no sang in about a week. I don't know how depressing that. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you can get access to the thing that brings you joy. Yeah. PS5. Oh, a PS5. Your penis. And what a start to the podcast, mm-hmm. as always. Loading the tone from your dead creek. I thought yeah. we were both going to the same place when he started with a pee and he just <laughs> went off on a tangent. As <laughs> <laughs> a gaming podcast, I'll give you, but still. Exactly. That's what I was going. I was keeping it in theme. But no, Craig just went to the fucking smut again. Straight to the gutter. Mm-hmm. Straight into the gutter. Yeah, no, I'm good. Busy. Busy, but good. Such a busy guy. Well, you've got lots to do, people to see, things to... Contracts to sign. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be glad I'm here now. There's other places that there's other places longer. that I should probably be. I probably are. You know, what I mean, Pepsi's going to get me at some point. That's exactly what I was thinking. You're going to have a. You're going to get like diagnosed with diabetes soon. I was lying. You're going to lose a leg. I was lying in bed last night, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, I'm getting really bad pains in my stomach." <laughs> I wonder why that is. As he looks at the 15 fucking empty Pepsi Max cans. I wonder why I've got a bad stomach. Why is that? But I, was getting, I, I was getting like a shooting pain. I was like, oh, this better go away. And then after five minutes, I fell asleep. <laughs> he just like slept it off. Uh, the pain didn't go away, guys. It didn't resolve itself. He just slept it off. I felt all right after it. I had my fun. It'll probably come back. <laughs> That's tomorrow's problem. And what did you do in the morning? Sweat Went to work. straight for a Pepsi Max. Aye. Of course. Unreal. What did you brush your teeth with? <laughs> <laughs> Milk. So what's been happening over the last week? How have you been doing? Have you been voiceless? Have you learned sign language or anything? No. No. No, just, just throwing your hands about pointing at the stuff you wanted. It was a struggle. Like my work was such a struggle on the Monday because it literally got to the point where because you heard me like a week after. I hate football. Still, you were still, still like, bad. Um, but the day after, because I was doing the gig and like halfway through the gig, I could feel it going, and it was like shit. This is shit. Um, and then the, we went to a pub afterwards, and then because we we're in a pub with music, I had to shout so mm-hmm. the other could hear me. And by the time I got out, I was. Like, 
like, honestly, like, I, I, I can't get my kids to be. So it took like, all my energy and effort to speak to a customer when they were in. Mm-hmm. So by the time the customer left, I was exhausted. Because yeah. it was just like taking everything to get something out, you know what I mean? Aye. And then I was like, like trying not to do too much as well because I didn't want to like hurt my vocals because I'm like, because I'm, don't like fuck up my voice, you know what I mean? Aye. shit like that can really affect your voice if you. I damage your vocals it while it's like that. I was getting kind of worried about it, but I'm getting there, getting there, getting my voice back. At least he's taking all the precautions. I mean, he's turned up tonight in a high vis. I know. <laughs> Just so folk can see me coming. Hello, hello. Come in, sat down, went, oh, I forgot to this on. It's not taking it off. Still, <laughs> still, just in case there's some sort of fucking emergency, a plane needs to land or something. <laughs> <laughs> he came out in the street, fucking, with flares, diehard style, try fucking... <laughs> Emergency landing. <laughs> we have had lots of planes in the area recently. There was oh, the, yeah. the Scottish International Air Show took place at our local town this week. So oh, that's right. We saw the Red Arrows, we saw a Typhoon. Oh, did you just go down? We did, it was very busy. Holy shit, was it's it busy? It was busy, I know. <laughs> this was on a different level, but they were expecting a minimum of 120,000 people. Oh, and when, wow. you, when you get down to the beach, it was just a sea of that's people. That's more folk that are in air, isn't it? Because it's like. 80,000 in there population I mean there was they, they were putting on special buses they were putting on like extra trains like there was folk coming from everywhere mm. it was mad it really was mm. um, it was a lot of people well if they knew you were coming they have to get the special bus ready ah well they put me on the poster obviously <laughs> <laughs> special guest <laughs> I don't see point in it air show plus walloper yeah he is <laughs> The walloper main stage. <laughs> There's a few wallopers there, to be fair. I just like once you've seen it once, I know you probably want the kids to see it. Oh, like, I went kicking for, and screaming. Uh, for us, it's like, oh, I just wanted to play pointless. Starfield. <laughs> That's what She's I'm like, no, to. you're going to be no, an adult coming. and you're going to come down and watch the plane. Can't, can't, we, can't we make a compromise? Can I not just play Starfield? <laughs> As soon as I came back, I was on it like a child. Yeah. <laughs> they were all still taking their jackets dra- off. Dragging the kids with their feet. <laughs> Come on, hurry up. I want to see the planes then. It Come was, on. Because of the traffic, it was easier to walk there and walk back. And as soon as we get in, uh, they're still getting their jackets off. And I'm like, uh, quick resume. Whoop, straight back. <laughs> <laughs> straight, straight back in. And then uh, about 15 minutes later, the heavens opened and I got a really good seat next to the window and just watched all these folk walk by pissing wet. Oh, that's <laughs> right. I did house. piss them for the, it was like 10 minutes. It went mental, didn't it? Ah, it was good stuff. I know, and all my cushions for my garden furniture were left outside. And, oh, the mayor. Yeah, that was upsetting, all the same. <laughs> Craig also had a mayor on oh, did I. Sunday. So our daughter was in the bath and... Were you waiting for me to say settle? No, no, but <laughs> kind of was actually. <laughs> um, so I asked Craig, I was busy, I can't remember what I was doing, and I said, oh, I was playing Save Stars, so that's what I was doing. Um, I asked Craig if he could just go and help her wash her hair because she's sick. She still needs a bit of help washing her hair. And I can't even remember what alerted me to this. Did you shout through? Um, no, she, she raised the alarm. Erin raised the alarm and said, the bath is purple. And I'm like, please don't tell me you've used my purple shampoo. Uh Uh-oh. Now, 
I know our demographic who may not be aware, but purple shampoo is most a, of them are bald. A pro is a product that blonde people use. Okay, it just helps tone the hair. You use it like once a week between getting it dyed and everything like that. Um, not for everyday use. Not for children. It, right. It literally stains your fingers. I use gloves. I found that out when I, I do it. Craig proceeds to wash the child's hair with purple shampoo. The bath is purple. There's purple on the walls. His hands and fingers are purple. <laughs> are they still purple or has it come off? It's come off mostly. Right. Oh, wow. But this is this was three days ago. And I'm like, why? Why did you? And like, see when you pour, like when you pour it out, it's a compl- mm. like it's a thicker gel type purple product it was strange it was odd and you didn't think at that point this isn't (laughs) the right stuff you just saw the bottle that said shampoo it was odd but then went (laughs) I I saw one bottle that said shampoo and I was like meh it's too far we've got like a dispenser on the wall right Mm. but it was too far away and so this thing said shampoo and I was like good enough so a dispenser like essentially Convenience. Mm-hmm. It's there for convenience. No, it's convenient but when it you're in the shower and stand it up. Yeah, not when you're, when you're knees leaning you. over a bath. Got you. It wasn't convenient enough for you. No, yeah. the shower. The, sh- <laughs> the shower. <laughs> the shower screen was in the way. So, yeah, I got this that's stuff in my hand. I was like, oh, that's got a different texture and it's purple, bit odd. Put it on the child. She seemed happy enough. She was, oh, purple. As the bath, just water just completely turned purple. Then I started washing it off. Jess was alerted halfway through this. Please tell me you've not used the purple stuff. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, purple hands. No. Purple all over the walls. No. Her hair, purple going, um, yeah. Lesson learned. I scrubbed my hands for about half an hour and the stuff still wouldn't come off. I was like, is this fucking hair dye? Somebody set me up. And Ernest's like going, this is great. Can I go into the school with purple hair? <laughs> <laughs> we might fucking have to. No. <laughs> anyway, that's the excitement of our week. Yeah, there's not been much else happening, has there? I've been office based the last week, so I've had minimal chance to cause carnage. Mm. But I am going to Paisley for two days, and that place is full of carnage. So I'll probably Good come. Old Paisley. I'll probably come back with a story or two next week. Has anyone been on Metacritic over the last twenty four hours? No, no. They've like it's changed the design of it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is it more responsive? I hope so. I've not really. Can it be less responsive? To be I've fair? not really poked about it too much, but mm. it looks different. I like different. Yeah, so it's had a bit of a refresh, so that's good. I'll have a look. Um, and speaking of which, you may head to Metacritic to have a look at this week's biggest releases, which we'll talk through now. So first up. We have the Crew Motorfest. Now you might be thinking, oh, just another racing game. But no, my friends, this game is set in, in the picturesque island of Uha- o- Oahu. Oh, right, you if you say. Oa- no, I did actually see... In, have you been practising this? I did type into Google Oahu pronunciation and... I learned it. And, that, and that's the best to come out with? Yeah, but there's another word that I didn't check which right. one. But it's in Hawaii, basically. So okay. um, high-speed races throughout Hawaii, which looks lovely. And does there's look some off-roading, cool. like, up volcano bits. And, yeah, it looks good. And there is, between the 15th and this... No, the 14th and the 17th, I believe, you can play it for free for five, up to five hours. I think we spoke about that a few weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, so it's one of these ones, a free trial, but it's like the full game kind of thing. So 
See, it does look good. We're watching a trailer of it just now. It does look good, but it, at the same point, it does just look like another racing game. And it's a bit unfair to it, because it actually does look really cool. But there's so many of these games. I know. And I know uh, do you know what I mean? There's just like... And, and you always go back to, it's probably not going to be as good as Forza Horizon 5. That's exactly what I was about to say. Because <laughs> nothing is. And so you're just like, well, I'll probably just play that instead. It does look quite cool, though. But I, that's right, though. It's like, why would you go to the effort of trying to make another racing game when you know the fucking... Pin- like, it's so hard. The pinnacle's out there. And it's so hard I, to... Like, tap into that especially I mean, when folk get limited money yeah you're not going to buy another racing game are you I mean I, I suppose there is a slight gap like obviously Forza's <coughs> only on Xbox I suppose if you're on Playstation and you want an arcade racer then mm-hmm. aye maybe this would be for you but I don't know there just seems to be so many racing games and see as well I, I'm sure I've said this before but Burnout Paradise absolutely ruined us for racing games because now every single racing game has to be an island and an open world, and you drive around and find races. Like an old Burnout Paradise wasn't. I don't, I don't think it was an island, but it's all, every single racing game now, apart from Forza Motorsport, which is coming up, and it's actual races. But they always seem to be this open world that you can drive yeah. about and smash through billboards. I don't want to do that. I know. A fucking racing game for me is just like take me to fucking race. I don't care about fucking driving to. No, there's a nice bit, and there's fucking a guy there that needs to. Need me to help give my lift before I go to the race. Like I don't give a fuck. I know, and they've always get got like a tacked on story that just means uh, it's all, there's always like a festival on. Aye, like, exactly. Oh. There's always a festival, and then there's like some guy going, "Oh, by the way, have you seen the Mayan ruins?" <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the Mayan ruins. I want to go to the race. I but you've not seen the Mayan ruins. They're really nice, and they've got this big uh, hieroglyphic uh, upgrade at the top of the. Hi- the you know, I'm like fuck off, pal. Aye. Because they need to add stuff onto it. Right. I think if you are into the genre, then, you know, yeah. it's another addition. Like, yeah, maybe you are a big fan of Forza and that is your favourite, but, you know, here's something new to try. Like, Don't be wrong. I, I, there looks, is an audience I, for it. I'm, I'm sitting here saying that and I'm looking at it just now and going, I'm probably going to play the five hours. Yeah. But I'm not going to buy it. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I do think that racing games need a bit of a reinvention. I'm not saying that none of them can be like this, but they can't all keep being this open world, loads of, like, I was going to say Ubisoft-style game, which is fucking hilarious, because that's who makes the crew. But, um, like, I don't know, you open a map and there's a thousand fucking dots for you to go and explore and stuff like that. Like, maybe let's go back to Split Second. Like, when it was, like, it was races and it's all about, like, damaging cars, like, wipe it, wiping out cars, like the old burnout games where it was, like, big crashes and set pieces and stuff like that. Mm. We haven't had that for a while and that could be really cool now. Mm. So if you got, like, a burnout when it was, remember they used to have the crash mode in burnout where you had to cause as much destruction yeah, yeah. as possible? Like, imagine the level of detail and the damage they could do these days. But, yeah, I mean, other than that... It- other than that, it looks all right. The crew out this week. Yeah. There's your advertisement. You sold it well there. Um, yeah. Next on our gaming platter is Solar Ash. So this game promises to let you fight grotesque creatures while grinding rails with sheer delight. Um, they've managed to turn grinding into an art form. You can grapple to wild heights, take down enormous bosses and surf the ashen clouds of shattered bygone worlds swallowed by the void. It's like... Tony Hawk meets interdimensional monster brawling and yeah. It's your sort of thing, Jess. It is, yeah. I do remember seeing the trailer for this way back when um 
Yeah, and the liking art... it. I like the look of it. The art style was quite cool, and it came out. So it came out last year on PC and Switch, maybe, or PC and PlayStation. What's it coming to this week? It's coming to Switch and Xbox. And Aye, so it came. So it came to PlayStation and PC last year. And I think it was meant to be quite good. Look, it, it looks interesting. It looks different. Nice colour palette and stuff like that. Um, and it is, I think it did get good good reviews at the time. So it is meant to be pretty good. It's also coming to Game Pass. I just said that. Did you? <laughs> I pay loads of attention to you. I don't care what you say. Do you think sometimes, though, that like sometimes games, they, they kind of try and hide a more kind of basic game with a kind of stylised look Aye. and stuff like that? Yeah. Because when you actually look at that, what is it actually doing? Uh, but it, because it's quite unique looking, you're kind of like, oh, that's cool. See, yeah, I, I do give games a lot of benefit of doubt sometimes. Like, see, because I really like like the look of the world and stuff like that. Like, that goes a long way with me sometimes. Even no, if no, it's basically like, it looks like, cool. Because yeah. I mean, I just enjoy being in the world, you're like, aye, fuck it. Aye, and for me, that's a lot of it. Yeah. Just being in, like, getting lost in a world and enjoying it, definitely. Like, to me, like, looking at the game, it looks decent and I would check it out but see if it was the exact same gameplay but it was I don't know a more muted colour palette and it was just I don't know less stylised characters and stuff like that I'd probably have zero fucking interest in it yeah it does help stuff like that I suppose Uh, it's a selling point isn't it yeah but yeah uh, Game Passable obviously as Jess said so (laughs) (laughs) worth checking out Now, we all know and love Mortal Kombat, but we now have Mortal Kombat 1 Premium Edition coming. The first one? Yeah. How can we love it if this is the first one? (laughs) Yeah. It's coming in early access on September 14th on PlayStation, Xbox and Switch, so you can discover a reborn Mortal Kombat universe, Craig, created by the fire god Liu Kang. Mortal Kombat 1 ushers in a new era of the iconic franchise with a new fighting system at game modes and fatalities. The graphics and the detail and the attacks looks fucking excellent. Like obviously Mortal Kombat has always been about the sort of brutality and stuff like that, but like it just it's obviously went to a different level here. See, because the graphics are so good, like you let like, you can almost feel it. And then obviously with the controllers these days as well, like it's brutal, absolutely brutal. I'm not usually a fan of fighting games, but I'm really interested to check this out. At some point. It does look insane. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty much as far from a fighting game guy as you get. Like, I'll ac- occasionally pick up Tekken. Rarely yeah. touch Street Fighter. Almost never touch Mortal Kombat. That's but... the last time I played a, a fighting game with any actual length of investment was Street Fighter 2. When it snares. Yes. I think everyone did with Street Fighter 2 in the States, didn't it? It was just so it was good. Like, because back then it was more like local play, you played be a pals, it uh, was a thing you done. Well, but, I mean, we are the co-op guys. Exactly. I know. Exactly. That's <laughs> bled into this age. Yeah. It's co-op now. Uh, and we're so popular, we're never off it. You know uh, what I mean? Um, like one more game and then somebody else comes on and they're like, uh, oh, but we want to be a pal. And I'm like, all right, okay, one more uh, game. I know, I know. He just want to go to bed and somebody's like, can I just play, can I play with Pure Dead Craig? And he's like, okay, I'll give you a game. You've got to give the folk what they want. <laughs> but yeah, I, I genuinely think I will check this out. And beforehand, I would have had zero interest in it. But I mean, being the first one in the series and stuff like that as well, you just, you need, you need to get a feel for it. I love a new IP. Aye. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, and now for a game that's a bit different from the usual blood and gore. It's Baby Shark Swing and Swim Party. Yes, you heard that right. Swim across the wide waters with Baby Shark, Mummy Shark, Daddy Shark, Grandma Shark, and of course, Grandpa Shark. All the folk for the song. All the folk from the song. You can have a fantastic festival of fun for the whole family, Craig. Remember Andy didn't know the song? He'd somehow... Do you remember this? There was like a time about... God, this is about 30 podcasts ago. Couch, you'll be able to let us know uh, he's, been... he's been through them all. Uh, yeah, and I, I'd mentioned something about the Baby Shark song and you were like, what? What are you talking about? How does, I was it, like, how no, does it go again? There's no way you can't understand. You've not heard this song. We put it on in the podcast and you're like, I've never heard that. It was like number one for an annoyingly long time. It's and how does it go again? What is it? Baby shark, do 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 do. Baby shark, do 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 do. I still don't know. Wow. Okay. I don't listen to popular music. See all this pish. Despite being number one and being one of the most catchy songs ever, it was not popular music. Right, It was fucking crazy frog. Crazy frog. Yes, it was the same level as the crazy frog. Right. But this is even bigger because they fucking made it into a game. So what is the game though? I think it's just like. It'll be a, a collection. I mean, I'm not. I'm talking about my ass here, but from the trailer, it looks like a collection of mini games for kids. It's almost like I don't know, a four year old's first game. Oh, I love Baby Shark. They'll be able to charge thirty five pound for it. It'll be an absolute scandal, and uh, it'll probably sell quite well, which is upsetting. Yeah, it's coming September fifteenth. PC, Xbox, Switch, and PlayStation. So pretty much everywhere. It does look like a next gen game, to be fair. <laughs> certainly does Uh, and yeah last but not least we have game dev story so this is like managing your own game company to create like a multi-million selling game and it's like obviously a unique simulation type game living out the dream of every gamer who ever said I could make a better game than this Mm -hmm. Um, so you can hire your team make tough decisions and hopefully avoid the dreaded bug ridden disaster scenario don't release a cyberpunk. This is a game that first came out 20 years ago. What? It's been out for ages, absolutely ages. It's just never been to Xbox. It's coming to Xbox this week. It's on mobile. It's on, mm. and it's been on PC. It's been on a load of different things. I think it's on Vita. I think it's on PlayStation. Uh, but apparently it's coming out on Xbox this, this week. It's really fun. It, it plays a little bit like the theme games, like Theme Hospital or Theme Park, and you've got to like hire programmers. You just you mm. decide what the game is going to be called, then you have to like go through and help develop it and stuff like that. It's, it's cool. I remember being absolutely hooked on it on mobile years ago. Um, so it's not a new game, but it's a new game on Xbox that will have a 1,000G that might be easy. Oh. Well, there we go. Here's the clincher, folks. You can hire someone for 100k to make ringtones in the <laughs> game. I'm available for half that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just lastly, to note, Party Animals, the closed beta begins on September 15th. If you are interested in that as well, you'll need to hit the join thing prior to that, I guess. Um... Yeah, I'm interested in this. It looks cool. I want to try and get, I don't know, some of the guys maybe in the Discord or something like that and get a few games going. It looks like it would be a lot of fun. Um, I think abuse would start going, getting kind of shoved about pretty early doors, which mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I need to try and fit some time in for that. Yes. Okay. 
time to share the games that we have been playing this week that have kept us up past our bedtimes and caused us to neglect our daily responsibilities, Craig. That feels personal. <laughs> that, feels, <laughs> that feels quite personal. Are we talking about Starfield here? Well, I mean, you know. When in Rome. <laughs> yeah, so Starfield, we'll start with that since it's something we've all been playing. Um, it's debuted at number one in the UK phys- physical sales charts, but obviously, like, I'm not saying this hasn't sold okay, but again, it goes to kind of previous arguments that we've said that the UK chart consists of very small numbers. Um, but sure. yeah, I think like previously, like people have made like a massive deal about oh, look at this game, it's back at number one. Oh, it must be doing really well. I don't believe that. <laughs> like I think the UK physical chart makes up a very small amount of numbers. Yeah. Like I don't think Starfield sold a lot of copies. I think it sold some. Mm. But it's cruised to number one in the charts. Yeah. Um, and obviously, like shortly after launch, uh, launch, Bethesda said that over 6 million people had played Starfield. So that was on the 8th of September. So presumably, also that's gone up a bit now. Um, they reckon over a million had paid for early access as well, mm. which is pretty impressive. Does the game, does down, Game Pass downloads go towards any. Standards. No, that's why they just. That's why they've said Xbox have said there's been six million players. Right, like it's just I and it, I get it. Like I don't know. Like Xbox are not almost like in a a no win situation because they're trying to. They're so Xbox are really wanting to move onto this. We're a platform. We're mm-hmm. not a console, and so like for people who don't like Xbox, they will mock the six million players mm-hmm. thing that that's a metric that doesn't matter but you have to understand that you can't measure xbox games by sales they're on game pass so obviously yeah. the sales are going to be shit so like i don't know like you, you can't just turn around and be like oh six million players that's a fucking joke of a number that's just a made-up number and stuff like that. what what do you want them to do do you know what i mean what do you want them to measure like because downloads well that's the thing I mean like I get it don't get me wrong like 6 million people have played Starfield maybe 3 million of them played for 10 minutes and and then that's not great well I know well my point there was going to be you're not going to download a 101 gig game (laughs) for you know I mean just to see see this is like surely you've got an investment if you're wanting to download a 101 I'm only saying because it maybe took you what fucking 5 minutes it took me a fucking night to download it, mate. <laughs> a night. I downloaded it as well. Stupidly, I done that thing you said to do. I had it all pre thing with. What's mm-hmm. it called again? Oh, and you. Ah, but that just adds the tile to your desktop. Aye, it? but is it not supposed to pre download? Have you still got to click to download? I it? think you do. Aye. Fucking bullshit. So I thought that was a thing, and <laughs> but then I still forgot to turn my Xbox on. Aye. So I was even going to go, even though I had to go to hell. I had. Other shit to do, right? I was still in my head going to go, if I get time to go home and turn this on, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that I can go home when I'm go, because I had stuff to do when I go home the next day, I can just play it. But I was like, I don't have time. And then I forgot about it and I get home. I didn't get home till like three o'clock in the afternoon. Started downloading it. I'm like, oh, maybe we'll have to play it by dinner time. No, three o'clock in the <laughs> oh, fucking morning, it's still at 85%. I just went, oh, fuck's sake, I'll just go to bed then. Jesus. So I got to play it the next day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't I like. I don't know. I don't know what stats you go by. Like I saw, imagine so, doing all that for ten minutes. Yeah, Tam put on the Discord that like forty five percent 
of players had reached like level five, which is you can attain pretty quickly. Um, but can you see? I never had a chance to reply to that in the Discord. But it took like, me a good five hours to get well, to that's, that. Well, that's the thing. So, like, I think the sort of the sort of I don't know. I what people are saying about that online is that that's a joke that only forty five percent of people have got to there. But I was easy six hours before I got to yeah. level five. Mm. But we I play was, da- we game we play games differently, mind. Yeah, we're probably like. Slowly getting into the game, where some folk might I'm just sure go you bang, could, bang, 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 mission, mission, oh, mission. That's you know what I mean? done with this, though. Oh really? <laughs> well, not really. I've, I've well, sometimes there's too much choice. Sometimes I'm like, okay, because I, I go and I, I go, right, I'll accept all these missions, mm-hmm. and it's like I look at the mission list and I'm like, it's so fucking daunting. I mean, where the fuck am I supposed to start here? Yeah, I'll just say this now, and um, before we kind of get into more in depth chats, like a sort of spoiler warning we're probably not going to talk about any sort of specific story spoilers but mm. we will make references to things that we've encountered in the game and um, things we've been doing and so on so if you don't want to hear that then move along if you're a playstation user move along yeah. <laughs> if you're not listen but you know um i just wanted to say that up front yeah continue well what i would say is i just going back to that like i, I think i don't know like i found it took me a while to get to like level five, but then mm-hmm. I went from level five to ten really quickly. Pretty quickly, yeah. Oh, did you? Um, but I, I suppose you probably can get to level five relatively quickly if you are if you are going for it. Mm. I suppose, but I don't know. I don't think forty five percent is that bad. No. And what have you but, been? What have you found that you've been upgrading your points as? Like what you've been kind of doing. So when I first started, I went with the sort of, you know, you could choose like three sort of different points yeah. to your background or whatever. Like yeah. Obviously, I was like stealth because that's just me <laughs> and that's what I do. But it turned out that was fucking pointless. Yeah. Because... There's much stealth involved in this game. Well, really. I think you can play it a bit stealthy, mm. but the problem is that... I've not played every previous Bethesda game. Like Skyrim was obviously a complete piece of shit. Terrible game. <laughs> Um, but I like Fallout 3, Fallout New Vegas and Fallout 4, right? Mm-hmm. And I fully remember, and from other games as well, Cyberpunk, um, the uh, Outer Worlds, various games like that, that you've got a certain amount you can carry. Yes, you're and then that, yeah. aye, And then that becomes, when you're over encumbered, you can't fast travel, you can't run yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah. It seems way more prominent in this game. Like, every two fucking minutes... I was carrying too much stuff. Like, in Fallout 4, mm. it did happen, but it took a while to happen. In this, fucking five minutes in, they're like, ah, you're going to have to drop some of that. Uh, I'm, so- I'm struggling a lot with it at the moment, yeah. and I need to go and find a place to sell stuff, but I'm still... Selling stuff's a ball ache. Is, and I'm still learning what stuff is, because I've got all these things, it's yeah. like, oh, uncommon such and such, and I'm like... Right, so what's that used for? What do I, do I keep it? Do I not keep it? Yeah, Whoops. and resources and that for later on when you're building Aye. outposts uh-huh. and stuff. Like, I've been trying to put... Because the more people you get in your crew, you can give them stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can give them quite a lot and then give like, Vasco, the wee robot guy, and then also put it in your cargo hold. But I'm, I've quickly filled up all my resources for been... stuff. But then I'm not at the point where I can use it as much yet. Yeah. So I'm like... But it's all building up and I'm like... But I don't know what to get ready and what not to get ready. And mm-hmm. is it going to be annoying later on? Because I know I've got rid of that. You know what I mean? Well, see, that's the thing. So, like, I've went... My plan was to go stealthy. But to go mm. stealthy, you need to do it solo. Mm-hmm. But every time I would go out to do a mission, I was like, I need to take somebody with me. Because I know fine well that I'm going to find stuff that I want to take. Yes. I'm going to be over-encumbered. And I need somebody else to hold it. How does your partner 
alert the enemies then? Is that because I've no noticed that? Aye. Yeah. So right. as soon right. as you go in, like, so there's a few places. The first time it really noticed to me there was a, a mission where you had to go into a bank. And I'm like, right, I'm going to be stealthy here. And I went mm-hmm. in, and as soon as fucking Sarah comes in, she's like, woo, just starts fucking shooting people. And I'm like, oh my God, she's got to blow off. I'm here to rob you, fuckers. Sarah's like, fucking come on. I'm like, Jesus, Sarah, no chill. You've got no chill, Sarah. <laughs> fucking hell. Craig's there crouched down me, his rubber was, socks on. I'm commando, fucking along the ground. Yeah. And Sarah's like, fucking He's got the knife come out. on. He's got the knife out for the fucking silent kills. Sailor rocks in. And oh, dang, fuck, Sailor go! And I found that every single time <clears throat> that I wanted to, that I was heading out to a mission, I was like, all right, I could try and be stealthy. I was like, no, nah, I need to take somebody with me. I need, because I know I'm going to find stuff I want to take. Mm-hmm. And so I, the whole way through, I, I fucking took a companion with me because I was too yeah. worried about not being able to pick something up that I wanted. Yeah. I think you're better doing it that way, to be honest with you. Aye. I don't think stealth's very good anyway no. in this game. So, so I just I just ended up because like obviously Cyberpunk, I just I did stealth the whole way through the game. Like you could, that was more it was oh, better aye. than that though. Yeah. Yeah. Like remote hacking cameras and all that sort of stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah, so then I ended up putting a lot of points into like the the combat. Like you know, you like up in like ten percent more damage with your pistols, with yeah. your lasers, and then mm-hmm. like upgrading that again, upgrading the lock picking. That's what I've done, although I've tried to upgrade that as much um, as I can. Yeah. And the first thing I maxed out was how much you carry. Yeah, I should do that. You're right. So the like in one, I, I started that. Yeah. So like instead of fast traveling, like so each, you upgrade it once, and then to upgrade it again, you need like an upgrade point, but you need to have ran a thousand meters. Seventy five percent. So I just stopped fast traveling, and I ran fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then once that, when I was like, "Yep, done the next one," then it was mm-hmm. two thousand five hundred you had to run. So I never fast travelled to finish that, yeah. and then the last one was 5,000. You know what's a wee bit better on this one, though? Because I remember this for Fallout, is when you are like, encumbered with Fallout, it was slow you doing the fuck. Yes. And you'd be like a snail's pace. It was so fucking bad. And it was so bad because like, sometimes you'd be like, no, but I need to keep this stuff. I need to go somewhere to offload uh-huh. it. And you'd be like an hour going, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. And this one, at least, you still go the same pace, and you can still run fast. But you're you're just your health or whatever your energy goes yeah. right down. Your oxygen level, yeah. Even even just walking, it goes down. Yeah, so I've, still go the same speed. I've just completed a mission and I need to get back, but I can't fast travel because I'm too I'm got too much shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got like a ten grand space suit, and I'm like, I yeah. I'm not getting rid of that. I need to sell it. Um, <laughs> So, that's the thing you, you off a lot of enemies you rob the spacesuits and they're worth a fortune uh-huh. yeah like that's some of the most that and the they're helmets but, but this aye, is the thing aye. so I'm, I'm trying to walk back to my spaceship I'm having to like go so far and then stop and go so yeah. far and it's kind of like I keep it's like me when my back it's goes it's a situation <laughs> feels all too familiar <laughs> Craig's infantry you can only carry 10 <laughs> it's like you're going to have to drop some of those can, cans of Pepsi Max in your pocket, <laughs> your pocket and I'm like nut I need my two backup cans Craig's, Craig's character starts the game with Pepsi Max He's like, in, in the aid in the aid category he sees loads of cans of Pepsi Max I was I was <laughs> I was talking about me in real life having to set the cans down to get, to get home. I mean, like, you're, I just mean, like, you're in game character. Oh, right. be like, your wee guy would be like, he comes with Pepsi Max. He's like, hell, rejuvenate it. Have you been stocking up on chunks, Craig? Hey, yeah. I don't want any of you saying a bad word about Boris, right? <laughs> Boris? Is. My level 29 Boris That's is the man. That's his character. 
Is it? Huh? I could mean... And do they call him Boris? No. No, they don't say anything. It just comes up. Because see, if you pick a more normal name, you get called it. Oh, do certain, you? There are certain names that it's got in the That's tank, why I yeah. pick Smith. What's wrong with Boris? <laughs> it's not very common. No. I, Maybe I not pick, in your country. I pick Smith and, it come, and they actually say Smith. Ah. Yeah. So I think if you pick a more common name, yeah. it will do it for you. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. Have you uh, changed your appearance since you've started the game? No. Not yet? No. Cause no, it, I've just kept mine the same. Yeah, I got mm. to a place like where I could potentially, but it was going to cost me money, and I'm like, no, I'm cool with how I am. But I feel like I might want to just Are you playing it in first person or third person? Or? I mix it up, to right. be honest, but probably more first person than I ever would have thought I would. Like uh, I, I, Historically, I've not been a massive fan of first person stuff, but... I just found it's easier, especially when you're looking around the room for yeah, stuff. Like yeah. it just, yes, it's, it's a lot easier, easier for to that. see. And it just feels like because these games just feel like first-person games to mm. me because it's always historically the way it's been. Mm-hmm. So playing it, it just feels weird. Playing it third person, I, I don't like it. I, I was, I was person. the same, but then I played third person. Did you? Uh, mm. I think the frame rate bothered me more in first person, and it didn't really in third person. It's not. I thought that would have been the other way around about. No, I just I don't know. There was something with the movement. Just felt mm. unsmooth. I see. Have you had much trouble with fame rate? There's been certain times where, I, like when it see when it's ran at thirty, I think it's been perfectly acceptable. It's not bothered me yeah. at all. But I have had times when I'm in busy areas and it fucking chugs. Mm. Well, um, there's a lot of folk. Aye, uh, and then even just some random times. Usually when you're sprinting. Mm. Um, so I suppose there is a lot going on or whatever but I, there has been times when I think it's struggled a bit uh, what about you have you had the same or no I've never really experienced a lot of that, to be honest with you but That's like good. I've kind of stuck to like I've not ventured to too many worlds yet because I don't want to do that thing where you go to another world and you feel you're like oh there's a bit over there there's a bit over there so I've tried to like stick to that the first place I kind of went to was that new Atlantis in Jameson mm-hmm. and I've kind of stuck to there and like just veered off a wee bit Right, because I don't want to go to too far. I'm trying to like do stuff there first, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I'll go to another place. You know what I mean? Try and kind of do it that way. Well, I'm darting about. I know because I'm I'm a bit darty at the moment, to be honest, and I've got a lot of missions in my tank that I'm like, yeah. I, I need to just path this out a bit better. Bring it in. Um, no. I'm on, on a plate. Well, no, I've just finished actually. Um, most of the stuff on Neon. I spent quite a bit of time there recently. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cool yeah the under part of that's really awesome as well well do you know what i'm loving about the game at the moment is just the all the environmental storytelling that's going on like obviously i've not really played much bethesda games before so you know kind of newer to me but i don't know just i don't know other games just kind of copy and paste rooms but you know change some furniture about and stuff like yeah. that but everything just feels so unique yeah. and yeah. there's a story behind every room that you go into uh, every building you know when you look at whiteboards on the wall and there's stuff all written on it that's uh, all different to, specific you know, to that, I mean, that room the care yeah. and detail that's gone on to crazy. all this kind of stuff and yeah. i was in the neon place um I went somewhere and it, it looked like a fish market. I'm looking about and I can see these like people selling fish and there's like stuff, like fish hanging, I think. And I'm just looking about about thinking this place is grotesque. I would never be here. And in my head, I'm thinking, I bet it stinks. <laughs> and I walk past and an NPC says, I know, I know, this place stinks, but we all got to make a living or something like that. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, what? <laughs> like, can you hear me? Yeah, it was just one of those moments. I'm like, wow. 
Um, so yeah, I just I, I'm I'm very impressed with all that kind of stuff because just it's as I say the care and detail that's gone into it. I think seems mental, doesn't it? Um, so obviously last week when we spoke about it, you were a bit unsure whether you would definitely keep going. Like, mm-hmm. do you think it's something you'll stick with now? Oh, I'm invested now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, now that I've got more than one gun and not using a plasma cutter. <laughs> Aye. You missed that, Jess, for the first, like, five hours was using the plasma the car. cutter that you start with. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't know how to change her gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't tell you, to be fair. The game tells you fuck all. It yeah. doesn't. Aye. The UI, to is still a bit like, oh, I don't know, just the flow of it, I think, for a game that relies so heavily on inventory management and systems, I just, the UI yeah, it's to really, me, it's know, still you're a bit... A, you're absolutely right there, by the way. I think, I think a, a lot of it is just, there is pretty much like five games in one here. Mm-hmm. There's base building, there's the ship stuff, there's a, a normal Bethesda RPG. There's... Aye, but come on, you at least get the interface right. Oh, aye, they could have done, be- done a better job with it, definitely. But... um I, I wouldn't have envied the job of the people that had to streamline that, if yeah. you know what I mean, because yeah, there is a to lot to it. Yeah. Uh, I, so, I mean, since last week, I have absolutely... Ha- I mean, I'd hammered the game when we, we spoke last week, but now I'm at 54 hours. I've completed the story. 50? What? <laughs> I've, really? Oh, oh I, I was playing like eight hours a day. You've completed the, the main story? The, the main, main the, the, I've completed the main story. I've com- I've nearly completed the Free Star Rangers side part. I've joined the... Vanguard? I've joined the... Oh no, I've got the mission to join the Vanguard. I've joined the... You can join like every faction. Yeah, yeah. I was worried about that, that, that you couldn't. When you, say, when you say that at the start, when you can pick like your traits... I'm annoyed that I didn't pick you have better options when you talk to the Frontier and Vanguard I mm-hmm. picked random ones because I was like I don't know who all these people are Aye. I don't know if they're the good ones or the bad ones I was like I'm not going to pick them I don't want to be a good you know what I mean Yeah. so I picked like the fucking sh- stupid ones and one was like having a door in fan I fucking picked that so I've got this, <laughs> I've got this fucking fan in my ship now every time I go in my every time I go in the ship he's like oh my god you look amazing you know what I mean it's like what the fuck that's the fucking musician in him he's been desperate, is, desperate for a fan <laughs> Because all after that gig and turn Starfield on, this guy's like, you're amazing. You're amazing. (laughs) Oh my God, you look so good in that space set. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so from what I understand, don't be wrong, there is YouTube videos online of people doing like the entire like main quest start to finish in like 11 or 12 hours but you would have to ru- you'd have to rush like fuck I think the no average no no chance the average I think is probably 20 to 25 hours see I don't like that I like I just don't like the fact that you're still playing a game and you know the main bit's done for me oh, that it doesn't feels bo- weird see it doesn't bother me because I mean I was never 100% that I was definitely going to play through Starfield like those games like I didn't have much hype for it going in like I love Bethesda games but I don't really like space adventures and there's loads of games that I'm more excited about that are coming out Um, and so I sort of split my time I would say to be fair almost exactly evenly between side stuff and main I think I probably maybe 22 23 hours on the main story and then as I say I'm at like 54 55 hours just now um, so I've done a fair bit of side content and I'm still going to go back and do more like I would like to 100% the game yeah. I really enjoy it um, the main reason for not holding off and doing every bit of side content before going through more of the story is just the amount of games that are coming out Yeah, and also like Jess 
decided that, that no, even though she could play Sea of Stars on PlayStation, she would play it on Xbox. And so we've been fighting over the Xbox. Yeah. So I put like 16 hours in to Starfield over the weekend while I was off. And I was like, if I get this finished, then she can have the Xbox back for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we've got Liza P uh, coming out A next week. A relationship is about compromise, isn't it, guys? Exactly. Um, Liza P next week. <laughs> Phantom Liberty the week after that, Assassin's Creed the week after that. Oh, Assassin's Creed soon? Aye. Oh, nice. Aye. So next week you've got Liza P, one week later you've got the Cyberpunk uh, expansion, and yeah. the week, exact one week after that is uh, Assassin's Creed. So it's it's chock-a-block. Nice. But, um, I mean, the, the best thing I can say about it, like, like I say, I wasn't that excited going in, and as soon as I finished, I was like, let's go. I, I just want to do more. Mm-hmm. Like... And the thing is, with a lot of Bethesda games, like, the side stuff, I mean, I can say this from experience now, like, in Starfield, the side stuff is every bit as good as the main quest. Yeah. Like, the whole, this isn't a spoiler in that, but there's loads of things been going about online where people have said that you should mainline the game and get to New Game Plus and then do everything because the game really opens up then. All right, really? And I- what's the advantage of doing that, like? And you get extra stuff on I, I don't know if it'd be spoilery. I, I just, I don't agree. I think right. you should just play the game the way you want. Yeah. I, I get it. Like, the, there is a sort of cool hook to the end of it that they would be like, that you could like keep playing multiple times and stuff like that. Right, but I, okay. I don't think it's enough of a hook that you should change the way you play a game. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, so you know how in most games when you finish it, you can then continue to mop up all the stuff yeah well in this you don't when you finish the game you go into new game plus and you have to start again oh really aye so oh, fuck, I, I didn't know that so I knew that so I made a save before the last mission and like everyone that had completed the game was like no no you'll want to go into new game plus and do everything again no I loaded my save file and now I'm doing all the side content so, because yeah. that's the way I want to do it I, oh, I've, no inter- I've no interest in starting from the beginning again. Oh, no way. I, wouldn't, I didn't know that. I'll, I'll be wary of that, actually. Fucking hell. Because it, it doesn't tell you either. Like, it doesn't tell you before the last mission. Like, that... some games will say, if you go past this point, you uh, uh, mm-hmm. make sure you want to do this kind of thing. Yeah, no, it doesn't do yeah. that. In um, your 54 hours of game time thus far, have you romanced anyone, Craig? No, I've been I... trying to get into Sarah, but she's a bit frigid. Do you class that as cheating, Jess? Well, she's I'm, trying to get into Sam. To Sam so, I know. mean, see, to be fair, I was nearly, I was nearly fucking into it. So I didn't know this about you. You're the polyamorous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Good to know. I didn't see that for you. <laughs> to be fair, I, I was definitely very close to trying to get into Sam. Have you met Sam yet? No. Sam the cowboy. Oh, he's got Sam the cowboy. This, whose voice is he? He's he's got this like husky oh, voice and he's got a cowboy hat. He's just Oh, is that all it, it takes? It, a cowboy it's hat. It's the voice it's the voice from, the voice from it's, DSX. What do you mean? Is it? The uh-huh. guy. Aye. The old the main guy, the old yeah. guy. Not not uh what's his name? Jenkins, the the old Adam old Jenkins. Guy. Oh, is it Adam Jenkins? Aye. Right, go ahead. It's cool as fuck. He's one of my favourite characters ever. As soon as I heard it, I was like, <gasps> That's him. It's, it's him. Adam. The only voice I would really recognise is I think is Nolan North. Hmm. Or oh, honestly, see when you meet Sam, you'll recognise it. It's um, so unique. Or Snake. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I've been enjoying having him about. 
Um, but then I met another character who is another person that you can romance with and she sort of joined my party for a little bit as part of a mission. But then her and Sam were like chit-chatting and flirting in the background and I'm like, oh, get to. She was you chatting to more And you're sitting there going, I'm right here. Jess, this is what happens when you neglect people. <laughs> they move on. So you need to give them more attention. <laughs> <laughs> And you, what, to, you need to up your Riz game. I do, I do, yeah. You need to put, start putting points into your uh, your charisma. Mm. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> there's, a, there's a charisma skill tree in it. You need, you need to get a bit more of that. It must be said, I have not created that yet. So. Yeah. Um, so what overall, what are you thinking, Andy? We, we did mean just speak about awesome. it last week. You're loving oh, it, I'm really liking it. I'm yeah. really liking it. Definitely one you're going to stick with. 100% going to stick with. And I know I'm really liking it because... <clears throat> Like I don't like games getting away. I like spending time with, with Heather, but mm-hmm. this time, like, I, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I would like to play like Starcraft, but I'm like, I'm not gonna fucking neglect Heather for doing that. Aye. But like when I get home, I'm like, the first thing I do is I'm putting on Starcraft. You know Starfield. What I mean? But I'm not gonna no go see her. <laughs> Starfield stories. I love it so much. I don't know the name. <laughs> <laughs> To be yeah, fair, I've said the same thing. I it feels like hell. it should be, doesn't it? Oh, fuck's sake. Um, no, but I mean, I'm, I'm, there's, I'm not going to go to the extent where I'm not going to go see Heather and do uh, other things. But when I get home and I've got free time, it's the first thing I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Especially because I can't fucking sing the new. So, you know what I mean? It's like... I love that Andy's over at his birds and he's like sneaking out the bed and trying to get his shoes and walking. <laughs> and there's a creak in the floorboard and she's like, are you ready to play Starfield? No. And he's like, no, I'm no. waiting to work on my singing. <laughs> See, that's why they Im- to keep my voice. That's why they implemented the feature of the on the PlayStation where when the you turn thing. it on, that beep doesn't have to be there. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, it's definitely a game that, like, I mean, I was totally. I mean, I still am, even though I finished it. But like, I was totally addicted to it. Yeah. Um, like Donny, he's at over three days now. He's played more than seventy-two hours, Oof. and there was one night he was like, "I promised the missus that I'll spend some time with." Her. And he <laughs> didn't. Like, no, I think he did, oh, but because right. it was saying... she probably forgetting what he looks like. Right. See, that's the difference. I don't. I'd like you should like like lately. I've not been like, as much into gaming. Like it's been hard to find a game that's like, going to get my attention for mm-hmm. like a prolonged amount of time. Um, but this one's kind of like pulling me in a wee bit. Nah, I can definitely feel it's all it. consuming, isn't it? I can definitely feel getting like sucked in a wee bit, which I've not had in a, a while now for mm-hmm. a game. I think. Yeah, so love all round. I think from for Starfield from us. All the stars. No, it, it, I would. <coughs> I think I said on Twitter. Um, I would give it a nine out of ten. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. It's not perfect. The frame rate should be better. And like I personally, I'm not that into like the ship. Building, I've like, not see done this. anything with my ship. No, I've, I've still got the frontier. I've not done. I've not changed it I'd, or anything. I did. I did a mission to get a better ship, and I was like, "That'll do me." Mm-hmm. Like, don't be wrong. I see online. I see all this stuff people are building. And I'm like, "That's cool." I've no interest. And mm-hmm. again, like, I I did start to like plant like stations and settlements and stuff. But I just I, again, that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for the missions and the stories and the characters. Yeah. And I will do what I need to with that to get the achievements, obviously. Mm, of course. But uh, after that, that can fuck off. Mm. Um, but that's the thing. It's 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 such a wide reaching game that yeah. if you are, you know, if you are into that, then oh, I definitely, there for you, yeah, you know exactly, I. Mm. Um, 
Okay, so have have we played anything else? Anybody? No. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, well, I have to. You go first then. Um, yeah, so just more Sea of Stars, which I spoke about last week. Um, it's interesting because I think I, I spoke last week about how that was ca- capturing me more, but I think I'd need to double check. I mean, I'm not going to right now, but I feel like I've probably put more hours into Starfield this week as opposed to the previous week where it was the opposite. Um, but I still have played plenty of Sea of Stars as well. Um, I don't even think I'm halfway through yet. I think I'm on chapter like 16 out of 46. Um so I've still got a fair bit to go, but I've got some new party members, some new skills, um, some of the worlds that I've been in have been pretty cool. So I've met some pirates, I've been in a haunted mansion. Um, so And it's just, I don't know, it's really nice setting, it's colourful, it's vibrant. And there, there's lots of kind of combat encounters and then puzzles that kind of fill up the space between the kind of larger story moments and boss battles. So it's just, yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. Obviously, previously spoke about how it's not really my type of game but mm-hmm. I'm warming <laughs> yeah well it counts really good game yeah I think it will drag you in uh, the only other things I've played this week is eFootball 2024 released aha uh, the new tile yep yep they replaced the three with the four anything else shocking and they promised some gameplay updates uh, I'm sure they did which they delivered. Oh, really? See on the pitch, the game is fucking excellent. It's really, really good. I'd, I was trying to coax Andy to give it a shot because I, I do think it is now like an interesting mix between like old Pez and FIFA. Like, there's a lot of freedom. There's a lot of freedom for dribbling. It's it's really good on the pitch. The problem is there's that... There's nothing to do. That's like, can, even if I enjoyed I, it, there's nothing to do. I know. The problem is all you can do is play exhibition matches. Which is fucking pointless. Aye. Absolutely travesty. Like, if they, see if they were to really, if turn around tomorrow and go, surprise, Master League's here. Like, Brilliant. Brilliant. I'll be, I would be bodyp in it. Like, the gameplay is fucking excellent. The graphics are really good. The face scans. Like, because there's so little teams in it, every player's got a face scan and a fucking excellent one. Ah, uh, good attention to it. Aye, yeah. but that's because, like, from England, you've got Man United and Arsenal. From, you've got, like, four Italian teams. You've got one from Spain, Barcelona. You've got Bayern Munich. There's 12 fucking teams in the thing. Mm. There's still two balls and one is like for a high-vis ball, do you know what I mean? Like if it's at night and one's just a normal ball, they're both Pez balls. There's not even a fucking, like, a Nike ball. It, <laughs> like, that, to be fair, there is probably about, I think there's more stadiums than teams. There is quite a few stadiums, but it's just a shambles. Like, I can't believe this thing's been out for two fucking years. Surely they just gave up. Like, what's the plan? Is there a plan the, here? The, the, the plan still is that they say Master League's coming this year. But I'm like, I don't believe that. Because if it was, you would have brought it out when you were releasing it as 2024. Yeah, yeah you would think. Like, you'd be like, surely to fuck. Because we all know it's going to come out and it's going to be exact same Master League that was in fucking PES 2021. Yeah. We know it's going to be. It's not going to be <laughs> overhauled. So just fucking port it over and let us be done with it. I just obviously you can do this sort of like ultimate team light mode which if you like playing online I'm sure is fun like the game's massive on mobile it they bring in a lot of money with it from their point of view they're probably sitting in a closed room going 
fuck me, man, we've nailed this. Like, look at the amount of players we've got and look at the amount of money we're bringing in. But you need to deliver an actual game. They yeah. promised a game, so fucking deliver a game. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I say pretty bad, it's fucking really, really bad. See, honestly as well, it, like, it, it almost annoyed me even more after playing it because the gameplay genuine, honestly, it's really well, fucking good. I've got a good game there. Aye. Why not fucking put some utilize effort in and utilise it? Yeah. Aye. And then there's this, I can't remember what the game's called now, but there's a, a sort of AAA football game coming out next year that also looks pretty good gameplay-wise. But the plan for that is to be the exact same as this, where it's just, you can play exhibition mode, but other than that, it's fucking ultimate team, and that's it. Hell, like, fuck off, man. Like, give us options. Yeah. Um, I didn't put this in the news, but just before moving on from football, uh, EA Sports FC 24 confirmed that Celtic Park and Ibrooks will be available at launch, which is quite Ooh. cool. So, because the early access for that starts a week on Friday, the 22nd. They they said they would have scanned both teams, so I'm you hoping. So I'm hoping that. Aye, so I'm hoping the entire they're licensed teams now. So I'm hoping the entire teams have been scanned. But that would be cool. I wouldn't hope my <laughs> just because they were supposed to add Celtic Park and Ibrooks post launch last year, mm. and then they just went radio silent and never released it for uh, for FIFA 23 at all, and waited mm. until this game. So it's that it certainly doesn't seem like it's their priority, but at least it's coming. Uh, and the last thing I've played, I'm going to pull up because Andy needs to fucking see this. I have been playing a game that is called WWF Legends Challenge 64, and it's a mod for No Mercy, and oh, it's wow. fucking excellent. <clears throat> so it's set... Ooh. They've basically, they've spent years on this. There's been loads of previous versions of it, but it's now been released in a sort of one-size-fits-all one package, and it's fucking phenomenal. It's obviously based off of No Mercy, but it's been updated. Uh, the roster is... <laughs> Honestly, I mean, for why not, does this look awesome? See, for the likes of me and you, Andy, it's possibly the best roster that they've ever had in a wrestling game. Yeah. Like... You need to be a fan of that's pretty cool of a certain era, wow. but if but if you are, then they fucking nailed it. So this is the era we started I watching. Know. So you've got the likes of Hulk Hogan, Jake the Snake, Andre the Giant, Brutus Beefcake, Mister Perfect, the Heart Foundation, um, and see when you go uh, Jim the Anvil, you've got his Heart Foundation gear or his new Foundation gear. Remember when he teamed with Owen Hart? Yeah, they've even got that. Uh, they've got the Rockers. This is actually the first time Marty Jannetty's ever been in a game, despite being a main eventer. Uh, <laughs> Brother Love is available as a manager, and you can you can play as him. Oh, Mr. Wow. Fuji, Kim Chi. Do you remember Kamala's manager? Yeah, yeah. He's in the game as a manager, and you can play as him. There he's there. Oh, man. Uh, Zeus. Oh, Christ, there is. see appearing. It's, it's a great... I'll probably get the faces in as well. Well... How did they do that? I honestly don't know how they've done it, right? Because there's new animations in it. There's new what? moves in it. Like, So I did a match earlier. I'm going to do a video on this, but you can just see there Roddy Piper doing the thing he did yeah, at WrestleMania yeah, 5. Yeah. Uh, I went Jake the Snake Roberts, and you remember that little short punt, little short jab yes. he would do? Yep. The signature jab. No one yep. else does that. He does that in the game. Macho Man kind of does it a wee bit. 
But that again, he, wa- but he again he wasn't in No Mercy, no, so they've, that, they've had to prove. Like you can see, there ravishing Rick Rudd's in it, oh, and he's, he's, doing he's doing his pose. I mean, that wasn't in the game. This looks fucking awesome, by the way. It's where, where can I play absolutely this? Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it works on Mac, but it's mm. it's you use it through emulation on PC, but it probably yeah. does work on Mac. It just looks cool as fuck. I mean, you can see there when Jake the Snake Roberts come out during his entrance, he's got the snake and everything. It's this isn't just people have went in to create mode and edited wrestlers. No. This is completely the whole game. Yep. It's, but they've got one of the fundamental best game wrestling games ever. Yep. It's absolutely brilliant. So, I still look, there's something about that. It's still I know it still it looks, looks alright. <laughs> it looks blocky as fuck, but it, there's something about it looks cool as fuck to me. Aye. It's just the nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah. And then they've compounded that by making a roster that's full of nostalgia. But you know what's so good about it as well? The animation's amazing. Mm-hmm. Like the way it's all animated. Oh, yeah. That looks cool as fuck. It's really cool. So like I said, I'm going to make a video on it. I mean, we're talking about it as we're, we're watching how awesome it looks, but I, I will have a video uh, to showcase it. But uh, if you're an old school wrestling fan, and a fan like of N64 games... It looks like there's jobbers as well. There is. You notice that? Aye, they've added a couple of jobbers yeah. and they've went. They've got the old blue steel cage. Um, oh, a couple of other things I need to mention about this. Big blue. The arenas, there's superstars of wrestling... There's Madison Square Garden, Saturday Night's Main Event, WrestleMania Five at the Trump Plaza. Oh, uh, there's SummerSlam '89's arena and the Royal Rumble from 1991, cool. and and a few more. And I don't know how they've managed this. Well, I don't know how they've managed it. It's taken a long time. There's commentary. The game never had commentary before. There's comment. The, there's commentary with Sean Mooney and Lord Alfred Hayes. They have Whoa. someone has went through and clipped commentary of those two, and they've made it fit in with what's going on in the ring. Holy fuck! <laughs> Honestly, that's insane. Yep, that's insane. And I think there's actually some matches where it's Jesse Ventura instead, but I haven't. I've only played, and it's been uh, Sean Mooney and Lordal. Fucking incredible! <laughs> Honestly, that's it's mental. just it's an absolute love letter. They've been at it for years, but you can I had sell to. that. I mean, if it was, I didn't be allowed to, but I, they should well, try. Yeah. <laughs> they should definitely try. But yeah, like I said, I'll have a video for that out soon. That's my piece. I've got one more game. Oh yeah, I played another game. Uh, also, uh, last week we talked about Death and Taxes uh, was coming out. So uh, we got a code through for that. Very nice of the publishers to send that through. And I've only had a chance to play maybe half an hour, 45 minutes, but it's cool. It's less papers pleased than I thought. So with those sort of games, it's all about like sort of getting into a rhythm and having to sort of sort through the information in front of you quite quickly. Like you get sort of bonuses for being faster. Whereas with this, you're not in any sort of time. Uh, you play as a guy who has died and it's now your decision who lives and dies. And so you, each day you go to work and they give you like a file on like four or five people and you have to read through them and decide who lives and who dies. And depending mm. on what you choose, then at the end of each day you talk to death and then they like give you a report on how well you're doing and the stories. It seems like it's quite a sort of intricate story of like a reflection on you mm. for who you've chose to die. Mm. Um, like I say, I'm not too far into it so far, but it, it does seem cool. Uh, that game that I couldn't remember, what it was called last week, the bouncer game that I really liked, it was called Out of the Box. 
and should be checked out because it's fucking amazing. Okay. Uh, moving on then to this week's news. News, news. I was believing the news. We are bringing you the news. Your digging team. I was believing. Uh, so, first up, Embracer Group, the gaming conglomerate that has been on a buying spree, is thinking of parting ways with Gearbox Entertainment, the brains behind Borderlands. Why? Well, Embracer Group's bank account has seen better days and they're eyeing a yard sale to pay to pad out. Pad out. Sources say it's not a done deal, just a maybe. Embracer Group wants to shore up its finances. Um, they've already started cleaning house, shutting down studios like Campfire, Cabal, and even putting put Saints Row developer Vol- Volition out to pasture, which we spoke about last week. Plus, a two billion deal went south, and it's rumored to involve Saudi royalty. So yeah, um, it's just aye. This embracer group—they went about buying up studios all over the shop. I think they ended up with like a hundred and twenty studios, and it did seem unmanageable. And now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're going to have to restructure this, and we, we can't actually afford to pay all these people. So we're going to have to shut down this studio and that studio and it's a shambles, Mm -hmm. a total shambles. It seems like they thought they were going to get more investment and that didn't come through. Mm -hmm. So they're still on Tomb Raider. Like they haven't been stupid enough to sell that yet because that's probably their biggest asset. But they have leased it out to Amazon. I think Amazon are making like a TV show or a film. Mm -hmm. And they're also there like get the publishing rights for the next game. Um, But it sounds like they're not in a good way. I would be very concerned if I was one of the studios one of the many studios that are still under Embracer Group because I think they're just going to keep kind of consolidating. Yeah. It's just shit for you know people who work at these places and yeah. are Yeah. I think know, there's, there's going to be more. It's just yeah like you know people have families and mm-hmm. you know. Now you forget about the actual devastation it causes. Yeah so. I would imagine by this time next month there will be more news on this and probably not positive news Uh, next up EA Sports UFC 5 is the first M rated release in the series it's set to make a smashing debut on October 27th landing exclusively on the PS5 and it's got a punch that's never been seen before in the series what's the secret ingredient you may, may ask well, the Frostbite engine has had a makeover, cranking up the realism to 11. This means fighters will visibly bruise and bleed in various places and the damage will mess with the gameplay. So if you throw a right hook with a cut over your eye type thing, it's going to, you know. Um, but that's not all. This game isn't just punching above its weight in graphics. It's running at a silky smooth 60 frames per second, unlike its PS4 predecessors. And speaking of upgrades, the Frostbite engine enhancements from EA Sports FC24 and Madden NFL24 are all here, making the fighters look like they stepped right out of the octagon. Expect blood to go from fighters to the canvas, adding to the brutality. I mean, we're watching the trailer right now and it looks fucking real, almost. Like, the graphics yeah. look insane. The arenas look really good. I always remember, like, again, not a massive fighting game fan, but I do enjoy the UFC games. This is a this feels different to me, though. I know it's a fighting game, but it's something about it. It's more tactical, isn't it? Yeah. 
Like I've always because it's realistic, I suppose something about that. I I've I've always enjoyed the UFC games, but it's all it has always felt quite like I don't know. Like I I'm I'm watching it just now and they're giving you the sort of like the idea of like the big arenas yeah. and like I I don't feel like we got that before. It always felt like quite small, like you were in quite small places. The like the crowd were quite dark. Do you know what I mean? It was it was all the focus was on the octagon, whereas mm-hmm. here it does seem like they're kinda they're branching out from that. The graphics look fucking incredible. They do. So in the press release, it talks about how they're reworking the ground game. Like, I mean, you'll probably remember this as well, Andy, but that has been their MO every single game that's came yeah. out. Yeah. Every single time they announce one of these games, we're reworking the ground game. It's mm. going to be really good this time. It never and is. then nobody likes it. And then the next game, they're like, we're reworking the ground game again. And then mm. nobody likes it. Like, I hope they nail it this time, because that's the thing. See, it's the gr- hard, though. The, so many uh, It's so difficult. The ground game's such a big part of UFC, yeah. but it's such a... I think it's almost an impossible task to make it, it good. It is, kind of. Because yeah. you almost have to make it, like, either button mashy or, like, quick, quick time events, yeah. and none of those are fun. No. So I just... I don't know what they do. Hopefully they nail it this time, because if they do, if they nailed the ground game, then it would be fucking incredible. But know. you know what it's like? Like... Every time I play these games, I just like stand and bang, stand and bang. And then if you ever play online, there's always that one cunt that's really good on the ground, and you're fucked because you can't defend. He takes you down every time. You're like, God damn it! (laughs) So next up, prepare for an out of this world gaming experience with Astrolander, a title designed to make the most out of the DualSense controller's unique features. You'll step into the shoes of Haptic, a rocketeer alongside your co-op companion Feedback, a trusty robot. You use the touchpad to manipulate water and block enemy attacks and even blow into the microphone to thwart a menacing rubber duck invasion. Um, But what makes this game even more extraordinary, it's the brainchild of a 13-year-old developer. Um under Lost Cartridge Creations. Um, set to land on the PS5 next year and you can already wishlist it on the PlayStation Store and PlayStation's official X slash Twitter account um, has given it a thumbs up, so it's kind of generating some buzz. And I mean, 13. Jeez, oh. How did that come up? Do you know? I think the guy just started developing the game and then Sony's obviously seen it as a good story and got behind it. Mm. But That's kind of cool. I get the impression they're being quite careful with their words in this. Like, it says it's the brainchild of a 13-year-old developer. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like they're trying to make it sound like a 13-year-old has made this game. But it sounds like a 13-year-old's maybe had the idea mm. and has done a bit of it. And then other people have done the kids rest. literally just went, what happens if you blow into the controller? <laughs> and then they went, <gasps> maybe... From the brainchild of <laughs> Joshua Evans, thirteen-year-old, Illinois. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving this kid enough credit, but it's just there's something in the wording that makes mm. me think when they say "from the brainchild," like that. It's like he's had the idea. He's been like, "We should make a game," and then somebody else has made the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's as simple as that. Somebody else has made the game, and they've been like a fucking thirteen-year-old. He came up with it. He said, "Let's make the game." We should and PlayStation are like, "We can get behind ship, this." An alien ship game. From the brain chart. Aye, very much. Could be anything really, couldn't it? Yeah. Like I say, hopefully we're not doing the child a disservice, but I I'm feel like... I'm it. looks fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look amazing, <laughs> let's be honest. Fucking 13-year-old. Aye. Kids should be embarrassed. Uh-huh. 
Uh, so we have a rating by the ESRB in North America for Gotham Knights. Uh, now also mentions the Nintendo Switch as a platform. So the rating is T for Teen, with the game containing blood, language use of alcohol, and tobacco and violence. Um, this likely means that a Switch port is on the way. The Batman Arkham Trilogy made up of Bar- Batman Arkham Asylum, Batman Arkham City, and Bar... Batman Arkham Knight. Why can't I say Batman? I don't know. I keep saying Bartman. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's already confirmed to launch on the Nintendo Switch on October 13th. So. That's cool. That's good. Man. I really liked it. Like, I thought it was really. I played this game at launch and I think I was. Like, most folks seemed to hate it for some reason, but I. I really liked it. Like, there was, the big sort of thing at the time was that it was 30 frames a second. And not 60, and that was a fucking travesty, and everyone got all up in arms, and everyone threw their toys out the pram, and it was the worst game ever. Uh, my concern going in was more the fact that it was up to four-player co-op, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a fucking disaster. But it turned out that you could play the game solo, and it was worked perfectly fine solo. Like, I thought it would be, if you played solo, you'd have three fucking AI idiots jumping about, but yeah. that's not how it works. There's four options of characters, and each mission, you go back to the sort of hub bit and you can take another character out if you want or you can keep going as the same character. Yeah. So I, I think, what, what's that guy there called? I can't even remember. Deadpool. No, he looks like Deadpool. It's not Nightwing. It's uh, Red Hood. So I went Red Hood at the beginning because I quite liked his attire. He looked a bit like Deadpool. Mm-hmm. And I ended up just playing the whole game as a Red Hood game. Like, I didn't change. I, I, I did try out the other characters and I was like, nah. So I just left other characters in the hub and they were part of the cutscenes for... They don't come out with you, though. No, no, no. Um, mm. Like I say, you could you could do a mission with what one. Do you mean if it's co-op, then if it's co-op, they will come out with you. Like oh, that. yeah, you could you can do it that way. You can just do it yourself. You can just do it yourself. And so that oh. was my that was my concern. But I was yeah. able to play the entire game myself. I really enjoyed it. The story was cool. The villains were cool. It it didn't review that great. I thought it was a really fun game. Um, Does the fight and play like Batman games? It's a little bit different, but it's good. It's it's similar. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. But so yeah, the whole thing was at the time it can't run at sixty frames a second on mm-hmm. the Xbox or the PlayStation. Yeah. So how the fuck this thing's going to run in the Switch? I have no idea. Uh, they always find a way, do they? No. Aye. No. Aye. I mean, they, they do. <laughs> aye. I just I want I wonder how they're going to do it. The, I, it maybe leads towards. So I did see a rumor that apparently the Super Switch was potentially aiming for March 2024. I love how we're just covering that now. If you say it enough times, it'll come true. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm happy with it. <laughs> uh, and so I do wonder, just because there's a rating, sometimes there's ratings like a year before a game comes out, so maybe it's coming, maybe it's a launch title for the Super Switch. Because mm. I, I just don't think that thing runs on the Switch. Like, the whole argument about it at the time was that it didn't run well enough on the fucking PS5 or the Series X. So how is it running on a fucking yeah, Switch? <laughs> the thing's like a napkin. Yeah. I was going to save this till the end, but um, there is rumours of another Nintendo Direct happening potentially this month. Um, there's been a lot of reports 
this week that have been saying from like reliable leakers. Um, Jeff Grubb. Pa- no, Pioro and Nate Hay have both indicated sort of, you know, potentially the 13th to the 14th of September they might get info. Um, so yeah, don't know. It's not PYO, Pio, is it? Because that guy's just a lunatic that eats his controllers. <laughs> Pyro. Pyro, right. Well, we'll assume it's a different person then. Because it can't be the guy, that, the hype guy. Uh, right, I mean, I mean, you would expect there to be something at some point. I think that I, I think they have to announce this, this new Switch this year, if it's coming out next year. Mm. So hopefully we hear something. Please call it the Super Switch. No super switch, no buy. Exactly. Uh, the launch of upcoming free-to-play shooter X Defiant has been delayed after Ubisoft shared the title has failed to pass certif- certification on both PlayStation and Xbox platforms. The game was expected to be released at the end of last month, but following the setback, a new release date depends on whether the platform holders Sony and Microsoft give it a pass within the next two weeks. If they do, launch can be set for the end of September. If a day one update is required to fix any lingering issues, x will be out in early October. In a surprisingly open blog post to the community, Executive Producer Mark Rubin shares more details surrounding the pre-release submission process. He reveals that the submission process for platform holders is not based on the game's quality. Rather, it's about looking for compliance bugs. There are flaws relating to how a title interacts with each console. Examples given include trophies tracking correctly and whether friend lists are being updated with the correct information. These issues are entirely separate from the sort of problems consumers pick up on at release, such as glitches or bad frame rate. As such, certification fail is not reflective of X Defiance quality as a general experience. It just looks like ADHD, the game. Yeah, it really does. I, I mean, I'll be honest, I couldn't take my eyes off it there for a second. It's so twitchy. Aye. It's just, how does somebody have that level of concentration? Oh, no. They're fucking darting about the place like an absolute moron. I can't be exhausted after playing this for an hour. You know Aye. that? I mean, it's essentially Call of Duty Online. Yeah, yeah and, it really is. And Ubisoft are trying to, trying to cash in on that. But there's so many of these type of games... I mean, Ubisoft have made so many of these type of games. Like, yeah. I've heard good things about this one, but I still just, I don't think that, I don't know. Are people going to leave Call of Duty and no. Fortnite and no. Warzone and stuff for this? No. I don't think so. Um, I mean, let's, let's, maybe. It will find a customer, like a player base. It will find it, but. I just know, like, crack the market, like, Call of Duty and all that, it's got a monopoly on it, Fortnite and all that. They're just too ingrained these days, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look bad, like, this gym hall area looks alright. But I, uh, I, I reckon it probably will be, I think you'll see it before the end of October. And, um, I the beaters, people said, were good, but I just don't know if it's got the staying power. Uh, six of the upcoming PlayStation Plus extra games have leaked ahead of the official announcement. By the time you hear this, the full list may well be available. But for now, we have Nier Replicant. Near Replicant. Near Replicant on PS4. Star Ocean The Divine Force for PS5 and PS4. 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim PS4. 
Sid Meier's Civilization 6 PS4. Sniper Ghost Warrior contracts to unpacking PS5 and PS4. It's not a bad list. It's not anything that I'm going to play, though. <laughs> that unpacking game was quite cool for some achievements and a wee bit of zen. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's good if people... I don't know. There's, just, there's fucking... There's too many games. Aye. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like... <laughs> you, you canny because you've promised folk stuff and PlayStation have just put up their prices so they definitely fucking canny but I feel like I don't know PlayStation Plus could just be like look we'll reconvene at the start of the year mm-hmm. you've all got too much to play because there's just too fucking much like, like they're gonna unless care. it's a day one game you know what I mean like who's fucking picking up any of this stuff uh, but aye some people yeah, it'll be for someone. Yeah. Uh, so this Thursday, we'll see CD Project Red host another Cyberpunk 2077 live stream. The Polish developer is promising additional looks at upcoming expansion Phantom Liberty and the game-changing update 2.0. The official stream announcement reads, we'll talk about new radios, learn more about reads from Idris Elba himself, discuss gameplay and new abilities and throw in a surprise or two. Don't miss it. We are broadcast live on Twitch and YouTube at 4pm UK time. I feel like I'm the target audience for this because I'm fucking really excited, but I just don't want to see it. Mm. Like, I just want to play the game. I don't know. I've avoided all this sort of stuff. Like, I feel like... there's So you've got the 2.0 update that's coming to Cyberpunk and that's free for the most part. So there's all these upgrades coming to the game on the, the base game on the 26th mm-hmm. that's going to make it like almost like a new game and you'll get that for nothing if you own the game. You don't even have to buy the expansion. Right. And then obviously there's the expansion which is the new story that's got Idris Elba and that in it as well. Um, but I don't know too much about it because I've just been like almost on radio silence. Yeah. Like it looks cool as fuck. I want to play it and I don't want to see anything about it until I play it. But roll on the 26th. That's two weeks enough. away. I'm busy at th- on Thursday at 4pm anyway, so I can watch it. I won't be watching it. <laughs> the, the, I, from all accounts, the, all the updates that I've been to are really fucking cool, but I'm, I'm good. You know you're busy at that exact time, Jess. Mm-hmm. Right. Jess blocks out her day. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good thing, I suppose. More productive that way. Yeah. Uh, and this last one comes via Tom Warren on Twitter. Resident Evil Village and the Resident Evil 4 remake are coming to the iPhone 15 Pro. Apple's iPhone 15 Pro has an A17 Pro chip that enables hardware-based ray tracing for games. Yeah, just threw this in the end. What the fuck, man? Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil 4 remake playable on the iPhone with ray tracing. This is where we're at. Crazy, isn't it? That's fucking insanity. Having the interest in playing games on phones, though. Not nah. that. I mean, don't no, worry, no, you can obviously like just clip it in and play it with your controller. But, yeah, but it's still, the screen's still you tiny. Like, you, want the, you want the full experience, don't you? Like, is it, is it only... Like, why don't you just buy, buy it in a proper fucking console? Aye. Why would you buy know, Why would you spend the money in that? So, like, with the likes of, like, Sea of Stars, which is... And it's fine to play... Honestly, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But my phone is like overheating like fuck ah, every time I play it. it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's and I've got a decent phone, it's not mm-hmm. a bad phone, but it's just it's yeah. the technology's it's not so there. Much, uh, it's uh-huh. so much it's drawn to do. so much power, like Yeah. Um, and you're fucking your phone doing that as well. Like, exactly. Keeping it in that state for so uh-huh. long. 
I'm sure Resident Evil 4 Remake won't drain a battery at all. <laughs> no. Somebody will use it in the train the way to work, and then they'll get there and be like, fuck. No. <laughs> Have you got a charger? Okay, last few bits of news. So Sea of Stars, which you mentioned already, has made quite a splash um, with over 250,000 sales and a triumphant victory over its first year sales target. Um, it's safe to say that it's riding the tidal wave of success. Um, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. A game that's on PS Plus and Game Pass and it's sold 250,000 copies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine 249,500 on the Switch, but still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a rating in Singapore spotted by Reset Ida has revealed an upcoming complete edition of Horizon Forbidden West. This will include the Burning Shores DLC. Makes sense to package it all together. Yep. Dino Break from Dead Drop Studios will now release on October 4th for PlayStation, Xbox, Switch and PC. It will. So this is a game. I've got the trailer up for it just now. Uh, Capcom wouldn't give us a remake of Dino Crisis, but this team has went out and made a dinosaur game. basically like Dino Crisis using PS1 architecture. So it doesn't look graphically amazing and it's because they have built it. They've made this game based on PS1 specs uh, and it essentially, like, it moves and plays... Well, it's like, than P- it looks not too bad. It's not, no, it's not terrible by any means. Um, it looks pretty cool, I think. Like, no, it's obviously, like, it's clearly not a AAA game. No. But I don't know, like, for... I mean, it's the best we're gonna get. You're, you know gonna play, I mean? you're gonna play the shit out of this, aren't you? I'm quite excited about it. Like, I'm in, I'm interested in taking a look at it. You say that right. So, see, when I glanced over this news item that you had put into our spreadsheet, um, I thought this was the same as another thing I had seen, but now I'm confused. So there's a tweet from Solid Fire Gaming that says, was waiting to announce this for a while. Well, it's official now. Rex HD project will be available with DC2 Classic Rebirth for a definitive Dino Crisis 2 experience. No, this is something different. So we're getting this and a Dino Crisis 2 (gasps) Rebirth. Dino Crisis 2. That must just be some sort of port of Dino Crisis 2, I'd imagine. How do you know about this? How have you not got this set in your notifications where any time somebody mentions Dino Crisis, it comes up? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do you have a dino-gasm here? <laughs> now, I, I, I know this final bit of news is going to excite you. Roblox is finally hitting PlayStation 4 and 5 at some point yes! in October. I can't I play it enough on the Xbox, so I'm just so fucking glad it's coming to PlayStation. Is it coming out in October? Please tell me it's coming in October. Uh, yes. At some point. Fucking right. <laughs> Bring it on. I need, I, to, I, need, I, need, I need a reason to turn my console on in October. I need to understand a bit more about Roblox because I've seen... No, you don't. Some, well, no, but I've seen some quite like negative things about it. Ah, it's pish. But in terms of our children playing it, I feel like... Oh, no, it's just... There's pe- like safety concerns around it, isn't there? Well, people can make games and then people play them. That's essentially what it is. Um, and yeah, I suppose people could make predatory stuff, but you just have to hope for the best in people, Jess. It's look, the game's fucking huge. Apparently, sixty-five million people play it every day. 
Like, it's huge on mobile, it's huge on fucking PCs, it's huge on Xbox, and it's about to come to PlayStation, which is going to make it more huge. If you type in, is Roblox safe for children, it comes up. Unfortunately, some people's imaginations can turn this virtual universe into a dangerous place for young children. Many users build experiences within Roblox that contain adult content, including profane language, violence, and sexually explicit imagery. Right, well, now it sounds like a better game. <laughs> I didn't realise there was, there was sexy stuff going on. But what is it? Is it like mine? It's, uh, it's, it's, it's basically like a, a tool where you can build games within the game and right. then people can just play the games that you build. But, like, Nation does it sometimes and the stuff's all pish. Uh, that's why I hate. I hate shit like this. It's huge, though. I don't like this, like, because it sounds like it's such a cool idea, like, the tools to create your own universe and then fucking folk create like you know, like come in here and you can go to the toilet in my my house you know what I mean it's like they build that's the, the type of shit. things ah, it's the shittest things and it's fucking idiots oh, like making a ramp, stuff like come in come up and come play my ramp what you get loads of nut I've just got one ramp you know what I mean it's like what the fuck like don't I think they have done a decent job of curating it in the fact that like I don't know if the highest rated stuff appears at the top and stuff like that so and I'm sure there is people making some decent stuff like folk have made first person shooters in it and stuff like that but why would you like just I go and fucking play it what was that one that PlayStation before the Sandboy what Dreams Dreams yeah it, it actually you can make some fucking incredible stuff in that but again folk didn't because they were too busy in Roblox. <laughs> okay, that's off the news, thanks. Um, You're welcome. Thanks, bye. Yeah. This week's movie choice was Deep Blue Sea 2, the second in a trilogy of Trois. shark movies. Um, and Very you, excited about this. Do you know, unbeknown to us, the movie contains actual baby sharks, and we watched it the same week as the baby shark game comes out, so it there's was, your game and tie-in. It was written in the stars. It was, wasn't it? Or in the sea. Yeah. The sea of stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See when the baby sharks appeared, I was like... <gasps> wait, 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 wait. The hold baby on. shark comes out. Hold on. The baby... Are baby sharks actually that size? No. Surely I, no. I, I, that's the thing. They come out bigger than that. I would have thought so. I think there was some creative license used. Right, cool. Yeah. I was just wondering, because when I seen them, I was like, they look like piranhas, not sharks. And I'm pretty sure sharks have never been that small. Yeah, I feel like there were a few scientific <laughs> like, Honey, I shrunk the sharks, man. What the fuck? This film. Yeah, right. I'll, for anyone who missed it, anyone who's not seen it, I'm going to just tell the synopsis, okay? So... Yeah, do that, because I need to get out. I've got stuff to say. Okay. And Deep Blue Sea 2... <laughs> in Deep Blue Sea 2 we're taken back to the high stakes world of man-eating sharks and misguided scientists the story revolves around a new generation of genius researchers who for some reason didn't get the name of the first movie don't mess with supersized sharks Dr Misty Calhoun a marine bio <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> Misty Calhoun <laughs> <laughs> Fucking amazing. Right, so she's a marine biologist. A marine of biologist. Misty Calhoun. She's not a stripper. No. I mean, those tits are real, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't care what anyone says. Those airbags are real. Right, let me finish. Misty Calhoun. Um, she has a passion for understanding the ocean's most ferocious. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> she's got a passion, all right. Um... 
For understanding the ocean's most ferocious predators, she's recruited to consult on a top-secret project. She's whisked away to a mysterious high-tech underwater facility run by billionaire Carl Durant. Durant has big plans, and by big we mean terrifyingly huge sharks with super intelligence. Of course, things go swimmingly wrong. Durant's ambitious experiment led to a bloodbath as the sharks outsmart their captors their captors and embark on a buffet of terrified scientists. It's a classic case of science biting back, quite literally. Misty must now channel her inner action hero to outwit the cunning sharks and escape from the jaws of certain doom. With a mix of fear, scientific jargon and a dash of desperation, she fights to survive and put an end to Durant's diabolical experiments before the sharks turn the ocean into a fast food drive through Misty Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they must have had so much fucking fun coming up with that name. Unbelievable. It's, the film knows what it's trying to do when they've gave it that name. There's no way. There's no way you could take anyone in a serious capacity with that name. Is there any other good names in it? Let's find out. <sighs> I mean, so, yeah, at the very beginning, she is doing like a speech. Um, Yes. And she kind of notes in our our presentation that she's doing that humans kill 100 million sharks per year. And me and you were like, no way. We paused the fucking film because I'm like, like, 100 million sharks a year. I'm like, get that Googled, fact checked. But yeah, no, it seems like that is legit. That's mental. Well, I did the math. That's 273,972 sharks a day. Humans kill. Wow. It just doesn't seem like that can be right. But if they're bred the to, a big place. like, I don't know. But it's not like a shark's bred in captivity a lot. No, mind fucking... You need to have fucking shark farms. Mind, well, they do that, but mind Asia, they fucking kill them just for their fins, for shark fin soup. Aye. Which tastes of nothing. Nothing yeah. you could be putting cardboard in it, but all of a sudden they think it has these healing properties or whatever, you know what they're I, like. I just, I don't understand how if you're killing a hundred million sharks a year, there can still be any sharks. How could you breed them at a rate to kill yeah, that many? that's, that's what I, I don't, was confused I don't by. understand it. Google says it's true. Because yeah. when they said that, I was like, fucking hell, why would you make up such a big number? That's horrendous. Well, we paused probably, it and looked it up. It's probably an issue, though, because that's the thing. It's like, a oh, fucking massive issue. Right, the oh, overfishing is, like, yeah. is leading to... Obviously, if that's the amount they're killing... But at the mean? same point, I mean, if we weren't killing 100 million sharks a year, then how long would it be before there was more sharks than humans? <laughs> Maybe we need to kill them to keep them in line. Well, there are fewer than 10 deaths globally due to sharks. <laughs> so less than 10 people a so, year die from a shark. So we're the aggressors. Yes. Basically. Sharks die. Sharks, <laughs> fucking... sharks don't care about you. No. They really don't. Misty says, Not... Misty says we're just big seals to them. That's what Misty says. <laughs> 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 she's on the pole <laughs> half stripper half marine biologist <laughs> oh my god oh, George Costanza's more of a marine mm. biologist I know you just won't get that but others will oh fuck me 
Misty Cohen. So what did you think of the casting? <sighs> Nobody was like, you know, c- compared to Deep Blue Sea <coughs> OG, you know, mm-hmm. we had big Samuel L. Jackson. There was no... No, it was not too big. There was nobody of note in this film. No, it felt very B-movie to me. And I feel like they knew oh, it was, they knew it was B-movie also. Yeah, I mean, this didn't yeah. even come to cinemas. No, like, this the, was just... The, when I when I realised it was B-movie quite early on is when those two guys at the beginning fishing, yes. and then you see them coming in formation. Mm. When I realised it was very <laughs> B-movie is when... I think the shark hit the boat and they do that thing where obviously the boat's not moving but they just shake the camera yes. and then the guy's kid on the like oh, 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 and then they fall off the boat and I'm like oh my god yeah. this is B-movie and also so the first guy gets eaten and it's this is denoted by just the water turning red and him having a wee bit of a shake rather yeah. than you actually seeing of course. him being eaten and then all of a sudden his pal is somehow now about 100 foot away from the boat even though he just fell in mm-hmm. and he's trying to swim like a maniac but he's got like a fucking Olympic sized pool away to get to the boat and he gets eaten and all and again yeah. it's just it's just the water turns red yeah I hate that because it, it, it done that as well where that guy get pushed in when they were at the yes. sea blue yeah. and he pushes that guy in and it, all of a sudden, five seconds later, it cuts to him when he's like fucking a mile away. Aye. And it's like, how have you ended up there? Aye. We, we pushed you and we didn't ask you to swim out into exactly. the middle of the fucking water. You, <laughs> you didn't push me far enough, I'll just swim to danger. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the recently married couple, what did we think of them? They were annoying to me. Yeah, I was I quite happy really for them to I didn't understand their inclusion and the unnecessary PDA. Aye, they were right into each other. Mm-hmm. But she never knew that he had been working with that lunatic for like eight months and she wasn't happy about that. But she was a bit annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, so at one point, like, you think she's dead, but she's not. She's just asleep and she wakes up. She'd look a high, she'd look a, like a... Scuba thing? No, what do you call the thing? It was a, like a flotation device thing wrapped around her neck. And so that was keeping her head out of the water. And she was just lying there. And then like towards the end of the film, she wakes up. Mm-hmm. She'd just been knocked unconscious. She thought she was dead. And she should have been fucking dead. And then she was. <laughs> she, like you say, Jess, she did not, she did not I think she was just, add to the film. They were just put there so that extra people could die, probably. Yeah, they needed yeah, to die. Pick people it off. wouldn't have been enough of a disaster. No. Exactly. Exactly. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Um... Right, I've got to, I've got to say, like I've I've laughed, I've laughed. Oh, how I've laughed! Right, I quite enjoyed this. Of course you did. Mm-hmm. It was nowhere near as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, I've avoid like Deep Blue Sea is unironically one of my favourite films. I'm I surprised fucking, you've never seen this before. Well, that's the thing. I fucking love it. And Terry had messaged me when this was coming out, and he's like. He's like, I mean, a deep, do you see the Deep Blue Seas 2 is coming out? And I'm like, fucking hell. And they crashed the van. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, you never. <laughs> what? What? Fucking what? <laughs> so excited. So excited. Emergency stopped a lot. And then but he, he, he clarifies... It's a straight to DVD. I'm like, oh, mm. oh dear. No, no. Let me get back on the road. Right, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Reversing out the dish. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so, I don't know, I always just was like, this is going to be utter shite, I'm just not going to bother. Mm. But like, I don't know, recently we've watched like a couple of pretty horrendous shark films. Like, see this, it was better than that. Was it Black Death? Yes. Like, yeah, it was, was better fucking than better than that. This was competent, at least. Mm. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I think I just expected, like, it's got a 3.49 MDB. I expected it to be super, super shit. Mm-hmm. But I think just... The, the way they cut corners, I was happier with. Like, it was a bit shit that some of the deaths, you just sort of saw the it go red. But in hindsight, I think... Or the body floating afterwards. Aye. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight, I think I would have preferred that than it looked like a super shit CGI shark. Yeah. Like, I would have taken away from it more. Aye, I think it just almost worked a bit better. Like, it was not a great film. But I didn't think it was as... It wasn't as bad. I was expecting very little. Yeah. I think yeah. in terms of, like, the plot, it it did carry a lot of the same, like, I don't know, features as Deep Blue Sea, the original. Oh, it followed the like, kind of exact uh-huh. same. It yeah, was it's kind a of beat for beat. It was kind of much. similar um, to the point where, you know, Samuel L. Jackson's death, there was a similar death yep. impactful that you weren't expecting, um, which was quite... Yeah. You're absolutely right. Actually, it pretty much. I mean, that's so weird that they do that because you think you'd want to like differentiate yourself a little bit mm-hmm. from it, but no, you're going to follow the exact same template, have the same kind of like jump yeah. scares, and mm-hmm. and just so people can go, this is just a shit version of that. Yeah, I mean, even more so now because yeah. you've copied it so. What evidently. I was expecting because we when we watched it, see, we spoke about how um, I can't remember her name from the original she was such a bitch that they actually yeah. changed the plot because there was supposed to be a little yeah. bit of a romance. Yeah. Um, but, her, but she was unlikable uh-huh, as fuck. So, uh-huh. yeah. so when they t- p- tested it, the audience were like, nah, we're not feeling yeah, it. Don't like I her. thought we were going to get a bit of a romance with this one with Misty and the... I think it was sort of implied that they were going to get together, but there, was no, there wasn't a romance during the film. No. But there was a few flirtation bits that you thought, oh, I see what's going. There's going to mm. be a, a wee smooch at the end, but there was no smooch at the end. No, there was just a back-to-back... Flare gunshot. Yeah, yeah, that was that was hilarious. <laughs> that the back to back. So fucking cringe. Aye, I got Resident Evil vibes from it for some Wait, reason. Just that, that was so an underwater facility. Mm-hmm. Fucking sharks jumping towards you. Let's get back to back first. Aye, <laughs> let's look cool as fuck while we do this. <laughs> <laughs> but they did. So you spoke obviously about Deep Blue Sea One. Like obviously they they were like right. We need a little bit of sex appeal in this. Mm-hmm. So. They got, uh, I can't remember the woman's name now, but they got her to strip down to like her bikini or her underwear or whatever mm-hmm. and electrocute the shark. So this time they... Like the fucking first one. The first one had a scene like that. That's what I'm talking about. The, the one from the first one. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so in this one, what they did was they threw that nerd into the water, that bit you were talking about, and they got her to jump in and help. And then after, straight after that, she's got to strip off. She's like, I'm fucking soaking now. Mm-hmm. And she's stripping off, but they didn't even pay the extra for to get her in the good underwear. She's wearing like fucking oh, I like that underwear. You women's know, like that boxers. Underwear. Nah, no, I'm not feeling it at all. Oh, I like that. They, they, they didn't pay enough money to get her in a wee G-string or something like that. Oh, no, no, I don't like G-strings. G-strings are horrible. You like some... This isn't the G-String is, podcast. Wait, hold on, sorry, no, hold on. I'm, I'm going to come back to the movie. Right, I'm just saying, I'm going, to, I'm going to tie it in. But the whole point, like, the whole thing that you're saying about not seeing the sharks killing, that's like a, like, the unknown mm-hmm. is sometimes be better. Mm-hmm. And that's the same with G-Strings. 
There's still unknown with G-strings. No, there's not as much unknown, mate, to be honest with you. Well, there's even less unknown with a fucking black bag, but I'm not... <laughs> doesn't do it for me either. <laughs> there's obviously a line. <laughs> there is a line. Um, so, yeah, they, they obviously, even though her name's Misty Calhoun, they still didn't decide that, uh, that she should get a kit off, which was unexpected, I would say. Mm-hmm. Unexpected. But she did... Lower her wetsuit oh, of course. zipper yeah, yeah. very low. Yeah, so we spoke about this. Like, obviously, the idea of a wetsuit is to ironically keep you dry mm-hmm. and keep everything in, but she's found one. And it wasn't even like, see, most times when they do this in films, it's a wetsuit and they just haven't zipped it all the way up. And you're like, all right, she's kept it in there because she wants to show off her tits. This one, it was zipped all the way up. That's just how this one was designed <laughs> <laughs> with cleavage in mind. Yeah. <laughs> Of course. Misty's own personal wetsuit manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Uh, See the bit where she's they're in that kind of main lab bit and she one of the guys goes when that guy swims out all of a sudden they're like, oh, where is where's Mike or whatever? And he fucking swims out for some fucking stupid reason. And then Alassie goes, Do you think he'll make it? And she unironically just goes, Yes. Right? And I'm like, sure fucking fire. Like, before he came back, I was like, sure fire way that he's no fucking making it. Yeah. And then te- technically, doesn't he? Because he's the one that gets involved in the fucking big jump scare and gets yeah. his head. Yeah. See, down. honestly, see that scene. Favourite scene of the movie. I thought it was fucking hilarious. So he, I can't even remember his name because he is a sort of minor character, but he just decides, I'm going to swim to the surface. Right? And he goes before anyone can stop him. So he... One thing I would say before I start this, see that room they're in? Mm. I, I really liked that. I thought it was a good callback to the first film mm-hmm. when it had like the, the sort of retractable fucking bit in the middle yeah. with the water. I liked that. Where the shots could technically uh-huh. come up. Right. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. But um, So the guy goes down in that and he's supposed to be swimming to the surface. So of course they turn around and they look through the glass and the fucking cunt's swimming sideways rather than up the way. And I'm like bold move right it'll mm-hmm. take you a lot longer to get to the surface swimming sideways instead of up the way <laughs> then the shark comes up behind them but instead of eating them it just nuts someone mm-hmm. now they did plant the seed for that by saying that sometimes they do use bull sharks use that to incapacitate you but the shark nuts them instead of killing them so then the other guy's like ah, for fuck's sake has to go and fucking drag him back in like he's a wee wane like you fucked it and you get they bring him in Mystic does the CPR because she's she's pretty competent. Not just woman. a marine biologist. Uh, not just a marine biologist and a stripper. She's obviously fucking first aid trained as well. And as soon as the guy wakes up, his initial thought is just to walk over and stand over the water and start square going the fucking sea <laughs> and then gets eaten. Yeah. Well, it says before he goes out to that bit, it says the sharks can kiss my ass or something and he goes through all that, comes back in, gets CPR, and he wakes up after CPR, and then he goes, these sharks can kill, I think he's leaning over to see yeah. that to sharks, he goes, the sharks can kiss my ass, and then it comes up and just fucking clumps his head off. And the the aim on that shark, just to take the head off oh, no more. Mm-hmm. Pelter. Aye. Mm. Another thing I would say is, there was a couple of times where you were like, oh, something's going to happen here. The sh- and it, when and it, the guy's examining the shark, yeah. I thought his arm was hard to sink. And it didn't, mm-hmm. and then they did it later. And I actually thought that was quite well done. Like mm-hmm. like you say, that exact bit with the shark, when it wakes up, you're like, you're dead. You just but see he the does get away. 
the eye opening up his, his awake. And I, I thought they did do a couple of good attempts at like, oh, I know what's coming now, and it didn't, and then mm-hmm. it happened later instead. But as always with this, these kind of films, like you get so frustrated at the characters because you're just like, just don't do that. Why would you do that? I know. Like that is clearly a stupid decision to save your life. Don't do it. Yeah. And no. then the inevitable happens. But I suppose if they did the right thing, it'd be no film. <laughs> exactly. If people made good decisions. <laughs> also, one last thing. Special mention for been able to self-destruct the facility by putting two keys in mm-hmm. and turning them at the same time. Fucking loved that. And the detonator thing that <laughs> you had Fucking loved them. that. Aye. Yeah. Just yeah. got a detonator. I was just walking about. Don't worry, I can see to this. And you're like, ah, but you're just blowing up the facility. It's probably why not going to kill all, the sharks. Why and of course do all it didn't. these places always have self-destruct things? I don't know. See if I built like a fucking facility. The last thing I'm thinking of is... Fucking need to figure out a way we can fucking blow this shit up. I mean, you know to be I mean? fair, the, 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 the guy was a billionaire and was doing illegal shit, so maybe yeah. he was like, "If I need to blow this up rather than go to jail, yeah. get rid of the evidence." But still, do you know what I mean? The, the whole every, every thing. film has that. Like, they always have a self-destruct. Even fucking Tango and Cash, when the bad guy basically essentially had a warehouse. Aye. All of a sudden, it's got this fucking mental system. With his voice pre-recorded it, going detonation and fire. <laughs> For it's like. When did you do that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so stupid when you think about it. And also the self-destruct thing, the whole point of having two keys is so that it takes two people <clears throat> have to like agree to self-destruct yeah. stuff. But he's got the two keys just for the get-go, so what's yeah. the fucking point? That's stupid, man. Uh, I like I enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was all right. I will watch again. Yeah, so it got a 3.4 out of 10 on IMDB. What is our ratings in Scotch Pie? Two. Three. I'm gonna go three as well. It was yeah. I'm surprised that might be might be low expectations going in that made it better for me, but yeah. I, I I don't know. I've definitely seen multiple worse shark films, and apparently the third one is substantially better than the second one. So the last one we watched though was really bad. Aye, that I can't. It wasn't called Black Death, was it? I think was you it? might be right. Black it Death. Like it was that. Black something, and yeah, it, I, it was it was bad. I that was bad. Slept. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so this one had a 3.4 and Deep Blue Sea 3 has got a 4.8 or something like that. Ooh, we'll it's not actually that. that. Soon then. Yes, absolutely. But we'll take a one-week detour. <clears throat> right, give us a break, Craig. Fine. Yes, we are detouring to The Last Starfighter. So this is a 1984 movie um, following teenager Alex who achieves the high score on his favourite arcade game, Starfighter, and then goes on to meet the game's designer and story proceeds from there. So, a cult classic, I believe, mm-hmm. has a game in tie-in. Mm-hmm. What more could you ask for? Well... Apart from Deep Blue Sea 3, but you'll get that the week after. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> the, you know, with... Think Star- Mystic Alhoun's in the third one. <sighs> I don't know. Let's Maybe. hope not. Maybe she got her own spin-off. Maybe she's been fired for her... What's her? Marine biology. Marine, and she's a, she has actually a strip on there. Maybe. <clears throat> so she was a born for plot twist. Uh. But yes, we'll, we'll watch that film next week and report back. Yes. As always, please leave us some feedback, comments or questions via the little form that's in the description. Um, if you've got any topics or anything you want us to mention in next week's episode, then feel free to drop us a note about that too. And in the meantime, fuck off.
I mean, yeah, pretty much. Fuck off. Bye.